to me, the essence of money is not to be a billionaire or this and that. It's just to be able to have enough for you to have freedom and be comfortable. And it was. Welcome to the Prince George's Daily. On this season, we will be taking a look at businesses and entrepreneurs in Prince George's County, getting insights into both the business process and the world of entrepreneurship. You will hear the stories shared by business owners and the entrepreneurs in the county, their challenges and their steps for success. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm Del Roden. Today is December 26th, 2019. In today's episode of the Prince George's Daily, I try to crack the code of home building and property development in the county with our Prince George of the day, Alfred Ajiwe, owner of Owa Construction. So how long does it take to build a home from idea to moving in? Find out right here on the Prince George's Daily, right after the weather. This is the first day of Kwanzaa. Today is Umoja, or unity, striving for and maintaining unity in the family and the community. Happy Kwanzaa. As for the weather, it's going to be pretty nice today. High temperature will reach 49 degrees under mostly sunny skies before dropping down to just above freezing tonight. Tomorrow, the temperatures will rise to just over 50 degrees with a scant chance of precipitation. Lows will drop down to right around 40 degrees. That's sweater weather. Sunrise this morning was at 724 and sunset this afternoon will come right around 451. By the way, temperatures this weekend will reach almost 60 degrees. Stay tuned after the interview for today's latest news. In today's headlines, a surprise to those hoping to visit the Smithsonian Museum for African American History and a tragic death in a neighboring Montgomery County home. Stay right here for Lillian Torres with today's news headlines right after this interview with our Prince Georgian of the day, Alfred Ojiwe. Can you tell me anything about your church road property? Yeah, um, as I said earlier, uh, where we have a we have a niche in the industry, um, you know, where we do some residential, we do some commercial, and we also do some development. Uh, so the uh, church road property is another uh, development focused. Um, efforts, uh, you know, where we we bought uh, the land with the hope of uh, subdividing it uh, into, you know, f uh, four lots, and then build out um, uh, homes there. <coughs> uh, and one thing that uh, a lot of people may not know is that uh, in Maryland, you know, you've got two unique uh, counties, Montgomery County and Prince George's County. And those two counties are under the uh, purview of uh, another quasi entity called uh, National, you know, Park and Planning Commission. Everybody in the industry uh, calls them, you know, park and planning. So the park and planning uh, is the is the entity that sort of uh, governs uh, a lot of the development activities uh, in Prince George's County and Montgomery County. 
so you have to go through a process with park and planning in order to subdivide uh, your your lot. Um, most people, uh, I can say that as a you know for a fact, have found uh, the park and planning process to be quite onerous, and even the county. Uh, it doesn't matter who the county executive is, whether it's in Prince George's County or Montgomery County. Uh, they mean well. They're trying to figure out a way to kind of streamline the process uh, to to help uh, uh, you know get things done. They revolve around zoning and you know so many steps that you have to go through. Uh, so uh, very many projects get uh, mired in in that process. And especially if you're not um, a large, a big developer, with all the things that go with it, you know, as uh, most people know, you know, uh, where you hire fancy lawyers and so small-scale developers uh, tend to have difficulties, um, you know, getting through those processes in order to 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 get uh, land subdivided. Uh, it's 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 not. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's it's kind of unique to Prince George's County and Parkham and um, Montgomery County. Uh, so, uh, even without elaborate processes, uh, developments do take uh, a long time because right. you, you there's so many things you have to line up in order to to get it done. Uh, even when you have deep pockets, and then if you are small, uh, then it becomes a lot, you know, more difficult. Uh, but it's it's not that it's not doable; it, it's just going to take time. Right. Uh, so, and of course, in anything in business, generally, time means money. Yep. So the longer it takes, the more money uh, you have to put in. Uh, by the time uh, most projects break ground. Uh, the 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 parties that are involved, especially the owners, they've spent so much money and so much time that most people don't know about okay. unless you follow it. You, you see uh, a greater or a backhoe or you know dump trucks show up at a site one day, and you think, well, they probably just started it two years ago. No, they probably have been at it. You know, five years, ten years. Uh, oh, wow. You know, things changing hands uh, until eventually they break ground one day, and that's when people see it. But, you know, if it's not your business to 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 follow it, you wouldn't know that they started planning and working on the development five years ago. Five years? Or some, some even longer than that. So I buy a piece of land now, uh, five acres, and I'm going to build these humongous houses on there. I'm going to put up 10 houses on my five acres. Yeah. It's going to take me more than five years to to break ground? It, it may not take you five years. It may take you five years. It may take you 10 years. It may take you three years. But certainly, there's a process to go through. And those processes do take time. Um, if you buy it today and uh, you have to subdivide it, which is usually the case, you know, the zoning may call for you 
to such that you can build, depending on the zoning designation. If the zoning says, you know, you can only, uh, every single house has to be on half an acre, you know. So I can't do my 10 houses now because I've only got five acres. Because you only have five acres, and there are some areas on your five acres where you can't build. Maybe it's wetland. Maybe there's some river, you know, that crosses your your land. Maybe that's why you bought it, to say, hey, this nice small stream going by. And then you do a, a, a zone or a code analysis, and you find out, hey, it says you can build anything 50 feet from that water. <laughs> <laughs> so now suddenly your 10 houses just got cut down to eight. And then you do some other analysis, you see that there's a little bit of a wetland that takes up two acres from that land. Well, you can build on a wetland. And suddenly now you're down to six houses. So now you start looking at the, at the numbers. Your profit margin on six houses certainly is going to be less than 10 houses. Right. So, you know, and if the land was passed down to you by, by the family, and all along everybody thought, oh, we're going to put 10 houses on this and we're going to make money. And then you find out, hey... <laughs> <laughs> you can only do six, you know. And God knows what you bought it for at that time, right. how much money you have spent on taxes and mortgage, if there is a mortgage. And then if it's um, an area where the zoning says you need two acres for each house because you don't have water and sewer anywhere close by, so you, you're going to have to do septic. You're going to have to do a well, and you need at least two acres to, to be able to get, right. uh, you know, leaching done for your septic, now you can imagine. So, so now you don't have six houses. So you, <laughs> you've got two houses. <laughs> I mean, out of the ten that you thought you were going to build. Out of the ten that. that and you now you're five years into the process. And you're five years into the process, and, so, and nothing, nothing close to the war, to the uh, to the wetland, certainly. Right. And the little stream, and one day you started wondering, well, what is this stream doing here? And then you found out there is something called great rivers of america and that little stream is part of the network oh my <laughs> so whatever you're going to build sometimes 100 feet from that stream maybe it's 50 feet because you can just you know put sediments and all kinds of stuff in that right. little stream that you know runs into a larger you know right. river somewhere i mean it's 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 a it's a nightmare you know so what is, what's the process? Let, let, take me to th through this. I, I buy the land, and I've got an idea. And then I go to park and planning, or do I go to Prince George's County? Well, you, you buy the land. Um, before you buy the land, you need to do a research. You need to do a zoning analysis. Um, and it takes experience and knowledge to be able to engage in that. Uh, if you have enough knowledge, uh, you know, you, you can probably delve into it. And you, or if you have money, you can go get a zoning attorney uh, who may not charge you much and be able to advise you. Or sometimes you may just go to, uh, to a consultant, like a civil engineer. Um, you know, they are well, they are knowledgeable in, in these kind of things. And they will be able to advise you. So you know right away whether it's the type of land that you should buy or the type that you should stay away from. Um, 
so when you do that uh, initial analysis, um, then let's say you still make up your mind to buy the land. Um, then that engineer and the uh, your zoning attorney, they're the ones who will come up with uh, with the, there's, as I said, there's a process with park and planning, which starts from, um, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, there, are there are something like a five, five stages that you have to go through uh, from the time you buy uh, that land. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's good to go and meet with people at Park and Planning. And uh, in DC, uh, they, 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 DC does it a little bit differently. Uh, they call it a pre-development review meeting. You can do a pre-development okay. review meeting with uh, the zoning people at DCRA in DC. Um, Prince George's County needs to do a better job of facilitating that kind of thing as well um, to be able to tell you what to expect. You know, those five processes that you go through in the county with park and planning, uh, some of them may be a little bit more involving uh, than the other before you finally get uh, your subdivision uh, at park and planning. And then after you get your subdivision, that's when you go to um, to Lago, you know, where you actually get your building permits. Um, it's 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 a uh, it's uh, it's 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 a tasking uh, process. Uh, but what big developers do, they just turn it over to their zoning lawyers and let them deal with that because you're going to have hearings. Right. Uh, involved, and you're going to have notices that you have to send to the neighbors, and all of these things are time sensitive, you know. Whereby um, the, the the you know park and planning reviewers have to respond to you within a certain period, and if you are in a hurry and it says you get your comments in 90 days, well, there's no point in you harassing them or trying to get right. something done in 30 days, 45 days, <laughs> if the law says within 90 days, because they will take the 90 days in order to get you through. And then at the end of the day, the whole thing will go to the council. Um, the council actually sits um, on subdivision issues uh, as a separate uh, body. You know, you have your typical regular body for legislation. But when it comes to dealing with park and planning issues, the council sits as a different body. And that's where you get your projects approved or disapproved that you can So you could cross all your T's and dot all your I's, and then this council could say, nah, we don't like it. Exactly. Does that ever happen, though? Yes. It happens. That's why, well... That's why I didn't want to get into the politics of doing developments, especially in Prince George's County, because uh, that that really was one of the negative uh, connotations that come with doing developments in Prince George's County for a long time, because you could spend a lot of money and time and get mired in you know uh, district council issues and park and planning, and it's just unending. Um, 
so they do they do happen uh, albeit not every project gets rejected um, but it, but it bad projects projects get approved and good projects get rejected based on politics politics happens everywhere sometimes yeah sometimes and there are some projects that you know the council will approve and the community will not like it Right, and there are some projects that the community would like, and the council would not approve it. So mm -hmm. it's just. Um, Do you see your kids working in your business? Um, I don't see any of my kids having the the patience and uh you know uh getting mired in all this stuff uh they they have their own lives um uh, you know thank god uh we raised them to be their own persons uh rather than us looking at them as um uh, what do you call it uh, the mini me yeah, a mini version of you. Yeah, living our lives through them, or they living their lives through us. They're, they're their own human beings. Uh, God gave them to us, but they're their own people, own persons, mm -hmm. and they can they're free to do, um, you know, whatever they want. So, where did you get this entrepreneurial bug? bug? Um, were your parents entrepreneurial, or grandparents, or uncles? Yeah, actually. Uh, I, I developed that uh, growing up. My dad uh, was a school principal, but he also had uh, other businesses. Uh, you know, being a school principal, uh, I, I grew. I was born knowing him as a school principal. So he became a principal when he got out of college uh, and worked as a teacher at a very, very young age. So by the time I grew up, you know, being aware of things, that was when I, where I, where I knew him to be an educator and also an entrepreneur. Um, uh, you know, he, he published books yeah. that other teachers used uh, to teach students and um uh, he, he he had a you know transportation uh, business that he ran and had you know people who drove those taxis you know for him and um being a teacher you're busy between 7 a.m and 3 p.m and then after 3 p.m you know you there are so many other things you can do Right. And that's what I quickly realized that, you know, after leaving school, that was when um, he, he would, you know, pay attention to those businesses. And that told you that this is this is what life should be. You work your nine to five and then at five o'clock you do something else. Yeah, that um, the to me, the essence of money is not to be a billionaire or this and that is just to be able to have enough for you to have freedom and be comfortable and it was yeah yeah if you wanted to tell the 
your future grandchild what it was like to live in this time and, and operate this business, what would you want them to know about you and now? Um, acquire as many skills, um, you know, age, demographics, you know, skin color, continents where you grew up, whatever, should not, should never be allowed to be impediments to, uh, to learning, to education. So continue to learn, continue to pick up skills, and use those skills um, to help. And in the process of you helping, um, acquire resources to make life comfortable uh, for yourself and, and the people around you. Thank you, Mr. Jiwe. You're welcome. <laughs> George's County, I am Lillian Torres and here is the latest news for today. While we're in holiday high, the Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture decided to give us a gem that would make you want to squeeze in a museum visit for the holidays. Starting today, December 26, not only will the museum extend their hours from 10 a.m. to 7.30 p.m., but you will need a pass to enter. Wow! The no-pass entry will be eligible from today, December 26th to December 30th. After those days, the museum will resume back to its regular schedule. When the Prince George's County Council reconvenes in January, its members will confront an issue intertwined with two of the Washington suburbs' hot-button issues, development and public safety. Average response times for emergency calls in two police districts that cover swaths of rural Prince George's ticked above 10 minutes for the first nine months of 2019. If the trend continued in the final quarter, it could trigger a law that requires developer building submissions in those districts to pay a fine. If average annual police response times go above 12 minutes, there would be a moratorium on the residential development. According to a memo filed by the county's planning board last month, this is the first time we know of the 25 legislation has been triggered, said County Council Chair Todd M. Turner. There are a number of policy options that we are going to have to consider. Those options include passing legislation to increase the amount of time the police have to respond to calls, adding and staffing a new police station, and boosting overall officer recruitment, Turner said. Council staffers, he added, are researching why the law trigger penalties was passed. A police are recalculating average response time to clarify whether they are problematic. Brown said police took 30 minutes to a response to a break-in at her home in 2006, prompting her to run unsuccessfully for state delegate. If people are calling 911, that means it's an emergency and county police need to respond in time, she said. It's ridiculous to increase the response. A man and woman were found dead in their home on Christmas morning in a domestic homicide, detectives with Montgomery County Police said. On Christmas Day, officers from the 5th District and members of the emergency response team responded to a house in the 28900 block of Kentwood Road around 7.52 a.m. after hearing shooting had occurred. Officials with Montgomery County Police said 
The circumstances surrounding the shooting will remain under investigation. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College. Celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly B, Maude Desai, David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham, and is executively produced by Dale Roten. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.